I'm Shane Wilson. Brian Copney. Mike Frost. Matt and Withrow. And we're trying not to get sued. Good luck. <laughs> All right, so tonight we have a guest from the Trailer Park Poets and the George Dorn Band named Matt Withrow. I'm going to throw it to him and let him tell you... Uh, what they got going on for our show dates and all that, and then we'll get started. In well, heck yeah. I appreciate it. Like uh, Shane over here said, I work with the uh, Trailer Park Poets and the George Dorn Band and, and several others. We've got a lot going on, but the 26th and 27th, which is, hell, this week, we're at the Outlaw Bar and Grill uh, down in Herndon, West by God, Virginia. Used to be the old wagon wheel, I think, so if you got a side-by-side of ATV, come on down there to the Drunk Fest and pass out with the rest <laughs> of us. And then uh, Saturday, you know, the Ruck 22 guys, and, and uh, we're doing an event for uh, one of their sister organizations at the uh, Lewisburg Elks. There's a big uh, golf match going on up there, and we're doing that. And then a lot of stuff coming up. George Dorn Band is at Calasinos June the 3rd, if you're around the Beckley area. And then after that, we just go all over the crazy place. So, But we're in and around. And Real quick question. Yeah. Does the uh, Trailer Park Poets get uh, government assistance because you have to deal with a lunatic like fucking Dorn? Uh, Dorn. Wait, you can oh fucking say gosh. fuck on this shit? Oh, you can say, say whatever you want. Oh, what yeah. the hell? Man, this is freaking <laughs> If you're awesome. listening, George Dorn is a fucking lunatic. Listen. But he's my kind of person. I'll hang with him all day. <laughs> I don't know. He'll do anything for 20 bucks. And when I say anything, I freaking mean anything. What you heard? Yeah, well, <laughs> he got rough knees. I'll just leave it at that. Callous and yeah. thick. And he's got knee pads. He won't even put them on. Dumbass. Nah, man, he's he's about it. He gets into it, that's for sure. I said, how's that? He said, <laughs> So I was like, eh, all right. <laughs> he's a keeper. So didn't spit or nothing. I think that... Uh, and I, I'm going to say this because I, I don't know it to be true. I think I'm one of maybe a handful of black people who knows where Herndon and the wagon wheel is. I would have to say you're probably pretty accurate. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a lot of people come in from out of state and, and partake in our events. And um, some of them never come back again. I don't know why. But I'm I didn't that. get there on a four-wheeler. <laughs> I did get there in the back of somebody's truck. Willingly or No. Willingly at first, but after that third cup of moonshine, I don't get that. Uh, I hear you. Well, what them, what the people from up north is, is what they got to realize is, is how easy it is for them to pick us out whenever we're there. We can do the same thing when they're here. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You know? we're like, damn, nice tan, bud. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, man. It was a commercial some years back, and they said. uh it's made by people who knows what uh, salsa is supposed to taste like. Not from them boys from New York City. New York City! Yeah. So, Get a rope. I don't know, man. I think there's different stages of black. You're like mocha. Yeah. 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 I like mocha. It's, it's nice. Good it's, not, for you. it's not dark chocolate. It's not that white. You know, it's just a perfect blend. It's good with your coffee and hard hard times come, you can eat straight. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, what the hell are we going to talk about? Well, he's talking about, what was we talking about, Cat Williams? Something to do with Cat Williams? What yeah, we, we hit Cat Williams. Uh, the new uh, Cat Williams Netflix Netflix special is on. It's called uh, World War III. Um, and he's pretty funny. He had some pretty funny points. Uh, uh, <laughs> Hashtag FJB. Yeah. We were, ta- <laughs> we were talking about how... We were talking about how he's gotten a little softer since that middle schooler beat the shit out of yeah, him, Marilyn. Choke a motherfucker out Went viral on the internet. <laughs> kind of takes the wind out of yourself, huh? Well, the poor guy ain't been like four foot tall anyway. Yeah, but you, you can't smack a bitch and be a pimp if a 13-year-old <laughs> is choking you out on the rec yard. Or schoolyard, rather. Reminds <laughs> me of the stepbrothers. <laughs> when they get the shit beat out of them on the playground. Just leave me alone, I'll lick the dog shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, he he did have some good points uh, um, about Joe Biden, his old decrepit ass. Somebody leading him to the mic everywhere he goes. But uh, yeah, it wasn't quite as funny as his others. Well, it's hard, I guess, to be a professional entertainer now because you want to have be informative to the public. I mean, you want to have something good to talk about, you know, and you want to be politically correct. 
But how do you be politically correct when you're a comedian and you still have to sell records and do all that kind of stuff? You know what I'm saying? And you still have to be funny. Yeah. You know, and uh, there's no... Sometimes you got to talk shit to be funny. What's funny about Joe Biden is you can talk the truth and you're talking a bunch of shit. So uh, it kind of works out that way. So no, no need to pull back for well, most you, of the time. Did you see he like stirred the pot over the whole China thing the other day at the press conference? Have you read about it? Uh-uh. He said that he said, well, I forget how he said it. But anyways, he had a press conference with the guy from Japan and they asked about Taiwan. He says, they attacked Taiwan. He was like, we're going to get militarily involved. And now, and like even the people work at the White House are like, dude, we didn't plan him to say that. Now China's like, oh, really? Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> Bitch, what? Yeah, really. Speak about it, be about like, it. Run them hands. Where the fuck did that come from, Joe? So we're going to start a war with China because our president is confused. <laughs> Pretty much. Jesus listen, Christ. Listen, if you're in China, forgive us. We didn't know what our grandpa was going to say. All right? <laughs> we had no shit. idea. I mean, or, he, he hadn't or, had his medicine or oatmeal yeah, that morning. Our grandpa with the dementia. Yeah. That would have to be, Joe Biden would have to be your uncle. The weird uncle. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, that, like, enjoys the kids sitting on his lap a little too much. <laughs> uh, you know? The black socks and sandals uncle. Like, I love my brother, but don't leave him alone with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all talking about my family. <laughs> Hell, I'm married into your family. I know, no. Poor bastard, I'm sorry. I know. Hey, I seen something pretty interesting. I seen two things pretty interesting this week. Did you guys see that clip of Whoopi Goldberg getting cut off? Like them sending them the commercial with the view. Did you see that? No. I, you know what? I seen the tail end of it where they just cut her, but I didn't get the like 15 you know or 20 what she seconds was prior to. You know what she was trying to say? She was trying to say that they were talking about abortion. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to say that where life begins and ends depends on the person, like who's having the baby, where they decide life begins and ends. And that's why they cut her off. It's because she was trying to promote that maybe somebody could have their own free thought about whether this abortion's right or not, I guess. But that's all she was saying was like, a person has to decide within themselves when it's right or wrong. Why is, Why would that be controversial? I agree. I agree. Yeah. Because in this country, your own thought process, an individual separate thought that we didn't fucking give you, oh, hell no, yeah. man. I agree. Yeah, I agree yeah, with she's that, out too. Here, she's out here doing dangerous stuff like telling you, review your situation, then make your own decision. I thought yeah. she was supposed to move like five years ago when... Trump got elected the first yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. Her and uh, <laughs> I'm Russ, going Russ to Germany. Donald was supposed to leave the country too. You know what it is? They found out that all these other countries have immigration laws. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like shit. Want to stay where we're at? You are ugly so, in any country you go to, sweetheart. Oh my god! And Mexico's by the sign said, "We'll take you." Yeah, and nobody's going. But nobody's you know, going. that's another thing too about you know, it's talking about professional entertainers a while ago and being politically correct. But after you said so much stupid shit and you've been wrong so many times, then it's hard for you to actually say something good and positive because people are going to expect you to say the opposite. You know, here's blah, 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 stirring up the pot again. Even if they have a good, valid point, how many people is going to take your valid point when they're used to you just being off the wall, saying well, stupid I mean, if crap? You watch, if you watch the news, I don't think there is a limit. True point. They just... I mean, all of them. I'm not talking about CNN. I'm talking about Fox, CNN, all of them. They're all going. I think you got to look at the industry you're in and look at professional credibility. If you're a reporter on CNN, I expect you to report the facts, whether they are what you agree with or not. If you're a comedian selling records, I expect you to say some raunchy shit. But don't try to get in the political arena. That's not your hook, yeah. Holmes. Stay, stay where you make money at. I agree. I mean, let, let's take Eminem. I love Eminem. I think he's a great rapper. I think that that he's he's cutting edge. I think that he's paved the way for a lot of things. Pass if that you, joint. Somebody smoking crack. Oh, you, go ahead. <laughs> if you want to make a political statement, make your statement, but go back to making records, bro. But you know what I think with Eminem and the song he put out was I think that he underestimated how many Eminem fans are me. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. how many Eminem fans are forty-year-old people from the country, people from the South? Because I love Eminem. I listen. Mm-hmm. I still listen. Oh, to he's him. badass. And he he didn't know, or maybe he was shocked, or maybe he's ashamed. He didn't know that he was about to alienate half of his fan base. Fan he base, had no yeah. idea. Yeah. Do you know if you turn him upside down, he's WW? <laughs> yeah. Got him. Hey, okay, we're talking about Eminem. Let's remember when, uh, who's the guy on CS, CSI or whatever, uh, NCI, shit, I don't know, one of them damn shows. Ball-headed, big son of a bean eater. But he did a record with Brad Paisley about seven or eight years ago, and uh, it was a controversial song about black and white, and it was Brad Paisley, you know, you wear my cowboy hat, and I'll wear your whatever, and man, they caught absolutely nothing but flack over that, from both black people and white people, mm-hmm. and uh, hey, what's, you know, we're amongst friends here, uh, white, black, who cares if we had other people here? Why I don't understand why people can't just sit at a table and talk to one and another talk, like yeah. a dang person, you know. And this is in in respect to you, um, stuff I never knew and I never learned. Let's go back to the to the beatings that happened recently and and all the things going on in the news. And you know, from a leadership perspective, I was military leadership, and uh, I'm always around people of different races and and different nationalities and all that kind of stuff. And I just expected, you know, in the military. If you're a commanding officer, you you got the respect you deserved. And uh, I had a black friend of mine say, no. He said, you would be amazed how many racial slurs and stupid-ass jokes I hear on a daily basis from some of the highest-ranking people in the military. On a daily basis. And um, you cannot be a white person and try to tell people what it's like to be black because we ain't black. You can't be a black person and tell somebody what it's like to be white either. We don't know. You know what I mean? It's hard to, and that's something going on in our country now too. We got so many damn people trying to tell everybody else how they should live and what they should think and how they should do when they know absolutely nothing about that person and what's going on. Yeah, what they've been through, anything. It's they retarded about them. It's insane, man. Whatever happened to four people sitting at a table talking? And if I say some shit you don't like, yeah. say just, just get up and walk away from the fucking conversation, man. Well, yeah, yeah, or just say. Nah, man. Somebody saying some crazy shit on your TV, take that thumb of yours and just turn the station. Nope. Yeah. No, we got to call my congressman. Did you hear what they just said? Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's why I, I, I don't watch the news because of that, because I'm tired of. They're both telling everybody bullshit. And it, well, I won't say it's all bullshit, it's shreds of the truth. Bent in the direction they want it to be Very bent. Rich. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I can't watch it anymore. I just, just tell me what the fuck happened, man. I don't want your opinion about it or not. I wanted to know what happened to the news where they actually reported stuff that happened that day across the world. Yeah, CNN used to do it. Fox there, there, there was used to ABC. Do it. There yeah. was your local news. Then there was world news. And well, do you know why the news has changed so much? Because they found out that okay, this is what they eat up. True. Everybody wants Ratings. to sit there. Everybody wants to sit there and either be pissed off at the TV for what they're saying, or sitting there going, "I'm in the fucking club." It's just like I'm what, in that club. That's it's like me. what Shane said yeah. last week about they're just feeding that stuff into you to feed it to you to make you mad. Blame that shit on Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> News Team Five, baby. <laughs> Fuck you, San Diego. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Diego. San Diego. But, hey, let's get back to that, too. We were talking before, and I don't mean to take control of y'all's podcast oh, you're good, here, bro. but you were talking about, we were talking about accountability and responsibility when you asked me whose fault, whose fault is it that gas prices are high? And I said, well. Putin's, man. Yeah. And you watch the news, it's Putin. It's, and I'll, I'll tell you, everybody listening now, from once again, from my leadership perspective, there's a difference in accountability and responsibility. Yeah. President Ronald Reagan said, surround yourself with people you trust, but trust nobody. Because he knew you have to have people you trust in, in certain positions, but at the same time, if they screw up, he's the accountable person. He's the person that's going to be in trouble. And that's what freaking Joe Biden and this campaign or whatever you want to call them don't understand is that regardless of what happens in this nation and regardless of who the responsible person is for making it happen they are still the responsible party 
and they're the ones that's fucking everything up. Well, who does everybody, like you hear, everybody thinks the worst president that has ever served is before this Joe Biden shit's going on. What do you hear talk about? Like Carter? I'm going to go you Donald know? Trump all the way. Fuck that dude. Donald Trump? Hell yeah. You think he was the worst president Absolutely. Right. And, and I, I, think that, you've, I think you've lost your mind. But yeah. No, 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 you, no. Listen, in what there have way? been people who have gotten impeached. But when I think president, I'm thinking someone who's going to represent the people as a whole. He damn sure didn't do that. Okay. Now, now, hold on. Let me say, let me say this. And I, I said agree before, with that. When you elected Donald Trump as president, he was a businessman. He made money. You can't expect him to come in and say, okay, I'm not making money anymore. I'm diplomatic and I'm for everybody. No, that's what dude done. So apply that same principle to Joe Biden. You knew coming into this, he had no fucking backbone. He didn't have one as a vice president. What made you think he was going to stand up for anything? And that's what we got. Yep. Motherfucker's heart pumping jello. And we would rather have that than Donald Trump. He didn't say that. I hope. <laughs> he, he, he made my retirement account go well. If I, I think if Donald Trump was in office right now, do I think Putin would have done the shit he did? No. Fuck no. Hmm. In the same sense, do I think uh, as far as the country and um, I'll go right at it, race relations, all that shit? Oh, it'd be worse. Damn, ten times worse. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that he got out there and stirred shit up. But behind the scenes, yeah, he stirred shit up. That's just my thought process. Yeah. My thought. Is he the worst president we've had? Fuck yeah. Dude, I think you're crazy for thinking. Like, disagreeing with him, and he wasn't the best for race relations, but the way he was reported on wasn't the best for race relations neither. You understand what I'm saying? The way I will honestly say that that Joe Biden is being held under a different set of rules and scrutiny and accountability. It's like they, well, Trump see, was. do you know? And I think a lot of that was Donald Trump was crooked, like, and they're all fucked up and crooked. But Donald Trump was crooked in a way that everybody wasn't eating. I think he liked the limelight a lot too. He, I think sometimes he yeah. said crazy shit that maybe he didn't even mean, but he was like, "Hey, y'all, watch this shit." Yep, I agree. Well, like I said, he wasn't. You know, he he didn't care about being politically correct because he wasn't political. He could care less, and it didn't matter who he stepped on or who he pissed off because, you know, he he liked the power and he took it well. Hey, I'm the president. Screw you. Right. Go to hell on your damn way, and, and let's leave it at that. So, um, sometimes you need a leader like that. yeah. You you sometimes you do. You're 100 percent accurate. And for some people, that's why they voted for Donald Trump because he wasn't yeah. political. Well, they voted uh, Donald Trump got in because he was so different. And he was hated by the political establishment for being so different. And I think he was at, like reported on so unfairly compared to other presidents that it, it's ridiculous. Like a lot of the stuff that he said, like I've heard you tell me stuff that isn't the whole sentence. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not talking about it was, it ain't even the whole sentence that he said. And you're like, man, it was took out of context, which he still shouldn't have been saying it because... He had an obsession with winning every goddamn argument he was in, and he would say some dumb shit, and you'd be like, "Man, what the fuck is he saying that for?" But at the same time, they wouldn't even report the you know the whole sentence that he said because he'd say some fucked up shit, and then he'd have to go back and put a little patch in it. Well, he <laughs> soundbite. He didn't have to. He didn't have. We didn't have to wait on reporters because he tweeted the shit himself. Now that's one thing. Going back from the president, that I agree, that that man, he he didn't need no damn Twitter account, Twitter, whatever the hell. Somebody else should have been over that shit because he just did what he wanted to. Once again, you know, as a president, he's like, "This is me. Screw y'all." I feel like he's going to get reelected again, and things are going to get a lot worse because he's going to step in, and then if Russia's still going at Ukraine or whatever they're Russia doing, butt. he's going to go after him, and it's going to be a fucking mess as far uh, as world. Relations. Well, here's here's I a question. I don't think Russia and Ukraine will last past the end of this year. Here's a question for you guys. Close our eyes for a minute. Forget Joe Biden. Forget Donald Trump. Who the hell do we have in this country that's fit to be president? Nancy Pelosi. Kamala oh, Harris. Kamala Harris. Yeah! <laughs> I'm, 
I'm being serious, man. Who do we have? And uh, and I was looking at yeah, our, man. I don't want. I don't our, want Mitch McConnell. I was looking. I don't at want fucking Nancy Joe Manchin, Pelosi. buddy. I swear to you, when when they put him in charge of that shit, hey, I, I said, heard, look, they're grooming him to be the next president. They are grooming him. They are. I heard that. Uh, I heard the Rock's running in 2024. Hell, he'll win. He'll fucking win. He probably will. You probably are. At this point, it's a popularity contest. Can you imagine him like? Uh, Doing the people's elbow on fucking Putin. <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably take a picture on the horse without take his shirt candy on. Ass back to Russia. And that's a problem too. We can talk about too, man. And it's 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 for Americans to educate themselves. But how many people go to the election and they vote for the person they like better? Has nothing to do with what they stand for, what they're going to do for our country, or or any of that shit. They or just, they'll ooh. cut their own nose off. Based on one fucking view, this guy. Has. Oh, I agree. One yeah. view. People we, don't. We, we've touched that before. Yeah, like, yeah. like they're against gay marriage, and yeah. And how does that even affect your fucking life? Exactly. I don't care. I agree. Like, but people will absolutely vote yeah. for somebody because John and fucking Jim yep. want to get married, and they're like, he can't suck his dick. Exactly. I'm like, I'm a totally <laughs> Put a stop. Jim this cannot shit. suck John's dick. He I'm could if he practice. <laughs> George, hey. I, I need your help yeah. practice here. It, it, it's been, a, and we said this before. One person will go to the polls and vote for a guy because he's against gay marriage. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, in the very same sound bite, he's going to say something like, and oh yeah, DHHR should drug test before you receive welfare benefits. You don't give a fuck about that. Mm-hmm. And these are the same dudes weeks later. I I don't think I should have to piss in a cup to get welfare benefits. Well, fucking I do because I pay taxes. But this is the dude you elected. Well, how often do they say stuff on the campaign trail and when they actually get in office, they just just disappears? Mm -hmm. I I forgot. Yep. I know one guy that didn't do that. (laughs) 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 Cutting eyes and shit. Let's talk about something important. Yeah, let's get monkey into... pox. Oh, <laughs> fucking monkey that, pox. that fucking the X is silent. Y'all didn't hear that. I, so I this isn't my words. This is CDC <laughs> CDC words. How you spell that? CDC. Okay, just check. I think I think D has two E's in it. No, it's a big D. Oh, it's a big D. It's a big D. Yeah, but uh, so I looked at. Was looking up monkeypox because I was curious. I was like, "Okay, what is this?" Now that they're talking about it, but it's it has almost the same survivability rate as Corona, so less than one percent of people that get it die. But I was reading. I wanted to know how it spread because they're talking about masks again. Wait, this shit in the UK? Is it here in America? It's already? here too. It's yeah. here in America, but not as yeah. bad as the UK right now. I think there's been a couple cases in Florida and a couple cases in New Jersey now. I think Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah. I can't say that word. That's why I'm gonna do it. But uh, just say Boston. Yeah, it's up up there in Boston. Yeah. But so I read on down on how it spreads. It says you know spreads through the air and close contact bodily fluids. And then you read on down and it says several clusters have popped up and the clusters, how did it word it? The clusters are, are, are reported by men that identify as men that have sex with men. Yeah. That's what it was. So I was like, do you know what the, first, the fuck is that in there? Do you know what the first sign of AIDS is? I do. Constant pounding in your ass. Yeah. That's a sign. That's, That's a sign. A sign. Do you remember the days and times where you would hear dumb shit and you'd be like, man, that's some bullshit. Corona? I can catch Corona? Man, shut the fuck up. But now you hear dumb shit like monkeypox and you have to go research that shit because it's real. Yeah, well, see, I wanted to say, I was like, goddamn, what's this? How yeah. contagious is it? How does it spread? Yeah, I never even heard and of then, it before. And then I just ran across, like I'm reading and it says, apparently homosexuals are... Uh, more susceptible to it than other people, or they want to put that in there? Hmm. I don't know. Bodily fluids. It says spread through bodily fluids. It says 50 suspected cases are being investigated in nine countries, to include the U.S., Canada, and Australia as well. Most remote parts of Central and West Africa is where it's coming from. 
Well, Who knows? How many times have you been on the news and you've heard people say, we're just like you. We're only gay. You catching the motherfucking monkeypox? I ain't catching that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Penicillin fixes my Damn issue. Damn right. Damn. I don't know. I mean, I, I have a... All right, we took a little break. We're going to get into weighing the benefits of a GED versus a high school diploma. And I think where we're going to go with it is kind of like a... You could start your life sooner kind of deal. If you get a GED, you can you can get at a younger age. You don't have to go through high school for the most part, and you got something that's recognized as the same. But I'm going to let uh, Matt get into it soon. Well, I mean, that's why they, a lot of people don't know what a GED means. It means general equivalency diploma. It's a, and actually, what started this conversation is is I was a military recruiter and then later on a, a military station commander. And those people that wanted to join the military, everyone that had a GED that we ever gave the aptitude test for passed. I don't know anybody in my career with a GED that has failed the ASVAB. I mean, I'm sure it's happened nationwide somewhere, but for me, never. However, I could take a high school senior and I'm going to say 25% of them will pass. 75% of your high school seniors in today's nation will fail the aptitude test. Not even pass the bare minimum. I work in, 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 a, in a prison setting. And uh, one, of the, one of the requirements for inmates is you must participate in GED class. Now, granted, when we say we, you must participate, we make you go. I mean, not everybody actively participates. But I've seen that test. And I've seen the inmates trying to take it. It is hard as shit. I mean, you're better off staying in high school, uh, getting your free T-shirt, heading home, and they'll give you a diploma. But when it's time for that GED, you have actually have to know how to operate it. It comes Absolutely. in sections, comes in parts. But with that being said, the federal system requires you to get a GED. They also offer skills. I, I didn't say they offer like associates and bachelor's degrees. They offer you skills. So when you come out of prison, you have a skill, something that you can support yourself with. True story, not making it up. I did it myself. It happened to me. I was living in a house, and it was the middle of July, and the air conditioning went out. It was 90 degrees every day. My wife was telling me, we need this air conditioning fixed. And she's looking at me like, I'm going to fucking do it. No, I'm not. So I called Childers. They said a month. I called uh, Maxwell and Keezer. We're 45 days out. I called one of these little mom and pops, you know, on the side. And God's like, sure, I'll be out there tomorrow. Great. He comes out. He looks at my, my air conditioning. He comes back in like 20 minutes later. He said, okay, here's the problem. You need a new condenser or whatever. I'll order it. It'll be here in three days. I'll come back. I'll put it back in. Da, da, da. I said, how much I got to give you? He said, uh, $500 will order the part. Write him a check, $500, go he leaves. Comes back three days later. Take, he, bring, he has the part. He puts it on. Takes him maybe an hour to take mine off, re-weld it, da, da, da. He comes in my house. Now, I'm going to work after he gets done. So I got on my work uniform. He says, oh, you, you, you work for the prison? I said, yeah. He said, man, I just got out. Well, at that point, I'm thinking, let me find my fucking 45. She's about to go crazy. <laughs> but no, he said, man, he said, I got out of prison. He said, I had this this uh, this uh, this air conditioning and heating degree, and nobody would hire me. He said, so my aunt gave me $5,000 for me to get some tools and this beat-up-ass truck, and I started my own business. I went to work that day and told all the inmates that I just wrote a former inmate a $2,300 check and was glad to do it because he could fix it. Yep. Bottom line is this. In this country, if you got the skill, they'll pay you for it. If you don't, fucking kick rocks, man. Well, you know, 20 years ago, I'm going to say 20 years ago, everybody pushed college on kids. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go to college. You got to go to college. You got to go to college. And what we've done is created a society of people that want to go to college and push buttons, and nobody wants to freaking do the labor and do the work. And um, 
just solely my opinion, but if you have a, a young man or female or, or even older in life now, and you want to make money, then learn a skill. Learn yeah. a trade. Because I can tell you from personal experience, the price of a well-rounded tradesman ain't going nothing but going up. Oh, hell, I agree 100%. And all these whatever jobs you want to call them, you know, working at a call center or pushing buttons, they're, I, I don't know, man, they're filling up. They're a thing of the past, maybe. But um, back back to the original, you know, question, that, the only reason I say a GED is as good or better is because, like like you said, you have to physically study to get a GED. It's something you do for yourself. And we all know high school is just something you have to do. And I mean, also, it. high school is, for me, high school was a social experience more than a learning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like exactly. I was, yeah. And I loved high school, but that's I'm just being honest. I didn't learn shit. I squeaked by, was doing as little as I could, and tried to hit up whoever I could for what I wanted. Yeah, I was a C freaking average student at best, at best, because I didn't care, you know. And and I think a lot of a lot of kids are in that same uh, situation. Yeah, they just, you know, if you're forced to do something, chances are you don't want to do it. You're not going to do it. So. Exactly, you know. Or if you do I, do it, you're not doing it well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hated getting up that damn early and being there. I just like yeah. the hell with it. I but I know something I want to talk about. I want to talk about something Brian hit on a little bit that I think about a lot. And a lot of people aren't going to agree with me because they're all this zero crime rehabilitation. Do this, do that, and I am zero crime and I am for rehabilitation. But let me ask you something: How can you call something a rehabilitation? program or center because that's what they want to label prisons as a rehabilitation whenever if they get out they can't get a fucking job because they have a felony on their record they have this on their record if they how long should we hold that crime against that person because i think what we do now is if you got a felony it's against you for life is, and and I don't think that it should be like. Well, there's got to be a record of it. I mean, you have to keep a record um, to be willing to give it to other people. Oh, you know well, what I mean. See, but you should have a you should have a record, a sealed record after so long. Okay, this guy's been out for three years. We don't open this record up unless he ends up in court again. Yeah. If he ends up in court, we look at his past record, and if we decide that his past record is bad enough. We put them back behind bars. And I lot that probably in a popular opinion because people don't want to hire somebody that's done fucked up shit in the past. But all I'm going to tell you is I am thrilled that I nobody was walking around me with recording device when I was growing up. Oh, no shit. Because all there would be some fucked up shit online. <laughs> yeah. All of us. All of us. So, <laughs> but, fucking ruined my presidential campaign. So how long... Bunch of fat girls. <laughs> how, how can you call something a rehabilitation... Whenever you send them out with a stigma for an employer the rest of their life. And that's why a lot of people can't get ahead. And I won't even go as far as felonies and misdemeanors and all that shit. I lived in California and I had speeding tickets out the ass. I drove a truck. Had speeding tickets out the ass. Well, what's the first thing to do? Take your driver's license. Well, now you can't get to work. Now you can't drive a truck. How can't, do you, pay, can't pay child support. Yeah. How do you pay to get that done, and then blah, 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 blah. And then it goes from one to one. Well, you can't pay us. We'll put you in jail. Okay, well, if I did have a job, you just cost me my job. But they, they set you up to where you can't get ahead. And and it's true. It's always coming back and pushing you down further and further and further and further. And this could spread into a totally different conversation. But if you don't have a good support system, you know, if you don't have family, you don't have friends and people you can depend on, chances are you're screwed for life, man. You make one mistake, you might as well pack shit up and go home. Cause I want to take it's it gonna get rough. the standpoint of a guy who's actually been, I ain't going to say on both sides because I'm not a felon, but I've been on both sides as in I've been the guy doing the hiring. Um, and I've, I've been the guy who's trying to help guys get hired. And I think it's, you can't talk out of both sides of your mouth, America. And I'm saying this to the entire fucking United States workforce. You can't say, oh, nobody wants to work. I can't find anybody to even come work for my company. Nobody's applying. And in the same sense, oh, we don't want that shit bag that just done three years. Well, here's the problem. At, like you said, at what point do we say, okay, the guy paid his debt to society? Because like you said, all of us, 
All of us. We fuck up. We have fucked up. The only difference between me and the guy doing three years is somebody caught him. And I, I ain't going to say I was smart enough. I was just lucky enough Boy, that yeah. nobody recorded me. But at what point do you say, all right, dude, can you do the work? Because that's whenever a three-year felony sentence is a life sentence. Life sentence, yes. You know, Basically. You know, somebody did, and I ain't talking about somebody that was out there messing with kids or something. Somebody got a felony charge for selling weed. Do you know that you know, if you steal something over the value of $1,000, it's considered grand larceny, grand larceny and that's yeah. a felony? That's yeah. a felony, yeah. Oh, and, uh, if you're a criminal, listen close to me. When the prosecutor comes to you and says, we'll drop all of these charges if you plead guilty to conspiracy. No. God damn. You know the price of conspiracy? Automatic 5 to 15. If you're ever in a situation and the cops take you, I learned this from ID, if the cops take you in, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. Do not say nothing. Till I get an attorney. That's the bottom line. Period. End of story. Because, here's the reason why. If you're not a career criminal, and you're just somebody who's fucked up, chances are you're going to go in there and you're going to talk, talk and just keep on yeah. talking. Yeah. So, you know, and screwed yourself. So, and, shut up. And they say, this is the way it works, too. Anything that you say can be held against you in the court of law. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of that is, anything that you say to defend yourself, Cannot be admitted in court. So if the cops get you, shut the fuck up. You ain't going to help yourself by talking to them no way. If you really want to talk, wait till your attorney gets there. And you can tell this motherfucker, Mm -hmm. I did it. I fucked it up. Just so happens they get caught and I'm going to kill the motherfucker that snitched. You can say that to your attorney. Yep. But God damn, shut Mm -hmm. up, (laughs) Well, you know the number one reason, number one reason a criminal gets caught is because they can't shut up. They tell somebody. Who tells somebody? Who tells somebody? That's yeah, just the way it goes. And they don't, like, I'm not trying to advocate for being a fucking criminal on here, you know, but but you don't know who really doesn't like you. One of these days, I'm going to kill somebody with a fucking icicle. Right. Because the evidence yeah, on mail. Awesome. That shit. God oh, damn, yeah. dog. Big ass icicle, too, not no little one. I'd say 80% of the motherfuckers in prison are in prison. Because somebody they know Told. snitched them out. Absolutely. And the first thing they do when they get to prison, man, fuck a rat. I ain't in this motherfucker for snitching. Yes, the fuck you are. Yes, you are. You That's snitched crazy. on your homie. Your homie snitched on you. I mean, it's like being in a three-foot room and six of y'all daisy chain, but the guts fucking each other. Hey, listen, oh. I've, I've been. Pass <laughs> the lube. I have been on the other side of the table whenever I was in the coal mines from the FBI, from MSHA, special investigators that come down from the federal government just to talk to me. Because y'all were buying tires for your personal vehicle in a company account. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it was. That was a different mine. I know, I know. But mine was, there was a, a a belt, we don't say fire, but a belt had burnt in half, yeah. and the uh, system didn't work like it was supposed to. But I figured out why. But the shit them people knew before they were Ooh. sitting oh, God, in yeah. front of me, yep. <laughs> before they are sitting in front of me talking, the shit they knew, everybody I know done spilt their goddamn guts. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, don't think your buddies are your buddies whenever I... Uh, Somebody that uh, has their freedom in their hands or sitting on the other side of the table, they're singing like a canary. Let me jump, change subjects again. People who want to work for a government agency. If you've had a criminal defense, a offense, pretty much of any kind, you're fucking screwed. There's no way to hide that shit anymore. Uh, at all. I'm going to beg to differ with you. Are because you? Okay. I work with a bunch of guys. And the first thing we said when we got hired, I got a DUI. I got two DUIs. I sold weed when I was 18. Wow. I mean, all of that. But as long as you admit that shit ahead of time. Up front. And then, and then I know people who have gotten hired three weeks into your shift. They find out about it. Oh, they, like you say, they show up with a white box until you get all your shit. Let's yeah. Go. It's because crazy. you didn't disclose it ahead of True time. True point. True point. But I know there's 
you know, we're getting computerized nowadays and fancier and fancier. And where I was a military recruiter talking about that, kids that join the military service now, you know, it used to be in the day we asked you what's happened to you. You have asthma? Do you have broke bones? Do you have any shit? You ever smoke weed? Not now. No, no, I never smoke weed. Now Come they just on, sit down and put that shit in the computer, push that button, and all your freaking medical records pop up right in front of them. You can't hide nothing. ADHD medication that everybody puts their kids on. Uh, all that shit it's right there for the doctors to see man so you can't you can't hide much of anything anymore it's kind of where i'm going with that conversation it's it's hard oh the world's smaller than it's ever been brother that's for sure so I can... my penis <laughs> <laughs> God damn you think it's 10 below every day at my house <laughs> two inches for 37 seconds i'm an overachiever damn I told her I was going to take her to Pound Town. She didn't know I was already there. Bitch was late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I don't know, man. I mean, there's so many, you know, so many things that, to talk about. So many things that are troubling in society. So many things we could bring up. I got, I got a point I'd like to throw out there. And I don't know if we've ever talked about this. We've mentioned it on the show. I don't know if we've ever had a discussion about it. How do we feel about young people in Tattoos and piercing. We've talked about it a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit, we'd all have to excuse ourselves from the damn table. I mean, I, and I've got tattoos, but my whole... Well, I'm 18. I, think uh, I'm I got 18. you, okay. I just turned that. 18. <laughs> my, my whole point with that is, is the concept of permanency. I mean, shit doesn't wash off. Yeah. So, I, I've got kids, and I'm trying to explain to them, all right, tattoos are cool. Dad's got tattoos. That's great. But wherever or whatever you get, you got to be ready to live with it. Yeah. I mean, I work in, in, in prison with dudes that decided they were going to get a rose on the side of their neck and the rose vine tattooed all across their fucking uh, face and down. Yeah. The rest of your life, dude, you, you lucky McDonald's will hire you. I mean, no, what I agree. The fuck? I agree. Basically, you can yourself at age 18. That's yeah. all you can do. Don't get a face tattoo. Or yeah. neck tattoo, or finger tattoos, even and, hands. And three of yep. the people at this table are are pretty tattooed, and we're telling you, do not get face tattoos. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a time in your life where you, it's a necessity to be professional, and regardless of what class of person you are, or how you act, or how you present yourself, people are always going to see you first see you first before they hear you before they shake your hand or any of that stuff they're going to see you first and you have to put forward the best impression of yourself you can in some situations that just don't work and everybody will make uh, a snap assumption oh absolutely on on your appearance yep you know if you're put together good if you got face tattoos if you got it's being human you know a lot of people don't want to just acknowledge the feelings that they have being human because they don't want to be labeled as racist or this or that, but yeah, bald is sexy. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. So, but no, hundred percent accurate. Make this should work. Yeah, but you know that's a valid point, very good point, and I can see it from a tattooed person saying, you know, because for some reason in their life that was important to them and they wanted to get that stuff done. And yeah, you have a point, but also, and you know, in this nation, we have a right to employ and fire whoever the hell we want. Yeah. In, mo- in most states, we don't even have to have a reason. Right you, to work. If I don't like your damn haircut, go home. Sorry, I hate that for you. But how can you say you're trying to get a job and you're trying to do good and you just, you know, you just don't fit the part? Sorry, but that's the way it is. So, do, do you say anything in regards to um, media and popular opinion? I mean, if I'm a young kid. And I'm out there on the basketball court, and I'm playing basketball every day. And I say, I want to, I want to be like LeBron when I grow up. Mm-hmm. LeBron's got full sleeve tattoos. Fuck, I need to start getting tattooed right yeah. now. That way, I'll be ready. LeBron's different than you. Yes. <laughs> uh, but there are kids that are on the court right now, seventh, yeah. eighth, ninth grade, covered in tattoos. I'm like, dude, what the fuck oh, is your man. mama, man? But yeah, my kid wants one. He's he's getting close to that age. He'll be 18 soon. And the only advice I give him is. For one, you wait till you're 18. I'm not signing no damn permission slip or taking you to no crack ghetto freaking tattoo guy to give you a tattoo. You're 18, you do what you want. But my advice to you is, is to make it something that's important and something meaningful. That way the meaning and importance is always there. Not just something that looks cool. 
I've got a. a, a Should have told him to get his current girlfriend's name. No, shut your face. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I took my son to the tattoo parlor. I told him right here on your forearm for every fat girl you you hit, you get a slit on the side of your arm. No. Uh, I have a teenage uh, child, and she's got two tattoos. I took her to get. Uh, but like you, I said they have to be tasteful. Yeah. They have to be meaningful. And they have to be something you're willing to live with. Mm-hmm. So for each tattoo she's got, she can tell you what it means. She can tell you the reason why she got it. And all that's great. But they're also in areas where if she decides she don't want you to see them, you're not going to see them. You're not going to see them. But my whole thing with, with, with that is it's permanent. There is a local tattoo shop here in town. I'll put their name out there because I love this tattoo shop and I, and I love the guy who, who runs it. It's Crow's Nest in Beaver. If you go down there and you're 15, 16, number one, they won't tattoo unless you tattoo you unless you have a parent present. Some instances, they make sure you have both parents present. And they will not pierce you if, you, if you're under a certain age. And the reason why is because they understand that kids are so fickle. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll come in there and you'll say, yeah, this is my dad. He says I can get my septum pierced. Mm-hmm. Well, this dad you have is just, you know, a kid that's got a beard in seventh grade yep. that came down to sign for you. Next thing you know, your parents are coming back down there to him or to lack of yeah. a beard. <laughs> and, and dad showing up like, why'd you do this to my daughter? So I understand. Nobody wants to be involved in that shit, but the, the concept is being missed with permanency. Shit does not wash off. I get, that goes back to our earlier conversation with accountability, too. You know, Crow's Nest is doing a good job. I, I commend them because they know, hey, we can do this, but is it going to come back and bite us in our ass? Because we're the accountable yeah. people for doing this right here. So, yeah, it's smart. Cross your T's, dot your I's for sure. You ain't going to say nothing. What? You ain't going to say shit about What about the tattoos? Whole... Yeah. Do what you want. But uh, don't, I mean. Every tattoo that I have on my body, it, 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 it's either something I like or a memory that reminds me of a certain time that I was happy or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So everybody's like, man, dude, your tattoos are they're all scattered. He's like, well, what do they mean? It don't mean fucking nothing to you. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. I didn't do this for you. <laughs> you know. But, you know, I did regret one tattoo. That I got years ago. Bend over and show us. No. <laughs> but I, I ended up just covering it up with even something way better. Hey, you so. got you got shorts on? No, I got you pants don't. on. Okay. I've got one I regret, and I, I, y'all can't say when I show it to you neither. I got to get this shit covered up. Look at that. Is it somebody's name? Oh, oh I see why you yep. said shut your face. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> coming in the future. <laughs> <laughs> but piercings <laughs> go for it you can always take them out they Pretty might bad. leave a tiny scar so how old, gives a fuck how old do you gotta be to get pierced with your parents there at crow's nest you know I think at least 16 well let's uh, ju- I think maybe 17 let's jump it and go to these gauges what about gauges do you have to be a certain age before they'll gauge your ears like that or no, no I don't think that many people do that you have to pretty much do it yourself uh, after I got to a certain size, I had my buddy do it because it hurt too bad, and you have to do it real quick. Um, but no, you, you pretty much just start off. I got my ears pierced with a ten gauge, yeah, and then after they healed, I just started well, I stretching you, it up, stretching it up, stretching it up. If you if you do decide to gauge your ears, and you're trying to gauge your ears before they're ready, it's worse. Than mm-hmm. any tattoo I've ever had. Oh yeah, the, any oh, tattoo. Sure. I, I got my ribs tattooed, my back. Hands down, the ears were the worst. Yeah, whenever uh, uh, if I really? gauge, if I force mine through, mm-hmm. and I, you know, tattoos didn't bother me. I talk shit to the tattoo artists and everything while we're doing it. But when I got to push mine through before they're ready, it makes me shake. Wow. Like, where it that, hurts so bad. That tattoo, everyone, that I have to cover up was across my stomach. It says, stop or I'll shoot. <laughs> wow. Don't you, dare, that. don't you dare cover that up. Hell no. 
That seems like fair warning to me. Oh my gosh. I remember that tattoo on uh, Real Sex used to come on HBO. You remember that? Oh God, yes. That girl had a tattoo on there that was a dollar bill said all you can eat for under a buck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a lady who uh, is in the porn industry. She's got a set of boxing gloves over her vagina that says, hit this shit. You should know who she is. Well, I know who she is. Yeah. That's, that's a great tattoo, too. I don't know who it is, but I'm going to look it up. Oh, yeah. I still sure. want a tattoo across my stomach, but I want to say fat fuck. <laughs> hey, I like fat. You know why? You wake up in the morning, your face look like a glazed donut. Hell yeah. Well, that's the podcast for tonight. I'm going to send it over to uh, Matt and let him tell you what's going on once again with his band and the stuff he's got going on. Well, first of all, thanks for having me tonight. It, it was a blast. I appreciate it. It was a good time. And uh, anytime you're lonely, you know, you don't have to be lonely at CousinsOnly.com. So just call me and I'll, I'll rush right over. Fuck, I just snorted you know on what, the air. Shit. You know what concerns me about that? What? Somebody my will wife, call you. My wife is your Oh, cousin. your wife is oh, my cousin. Shit. Shit. Don't worry. Been there, done that. So hang on back. No. You all right. <laughs> hang on back here. Come on. I don't go for seconds. No, I'm joking. It's like a loaf of uh, bread. You open it up, take a slice out of the middle. Nobody ever knows shit. you were there. Hey, we have to redo that to broke the damn microphone. What the hell? But uh, Trailer Park Poets uh, with George Dorn up front, and then we we jump around. Uh, Andy Price, Andy Price, Andy uh, Price, and Greg Treadway play with uh, the Lilies Mountaineers, and they they perform with us in that group. We're gonna be down at the Outlaw Bar and Grill there in Herndon, down there with the side by sides and all them people, 26th and 27th, and there's a private party uh, in Lewisburg um, for a military organization on the 28th. With the Trailer Park Poets. We're up 22, baby. We're up 22. We're up 22. Doing good things. And then the 3rd of June, uh, it's the only really close show, uh, George Dorn Band is going to be at Calasinos. After that, we jump far away. We go to uh, Boston's Farm for a big outdoor thing on the 11th and the 18th, private parties and private parties after that, and on and on and on and on. So, um, check us out. We're on uh, Facebook, Trailer Park Poets, and George Dorn Music. Or you can always go to georgedornmusic.com. Uh, I'm the big, sexy, bald bastard, and uh, the only good-looking one in the bunch. And uh, so you'll know me when you see me. Hey, you know why bald is sexy, by the way? They don't need a mirror. They can see the reflection in my head. Uh, That's right, 100%. Right. And I got stubble, so I can scratch the thighs. So that's always positive. That's what I use. All right, guys, check us out on Facebook. Try not to get sued. It's our Facebook page. And send us an email. Tell you what you... Tell us what you think, whether you like us, hate us, what the fuck ever, at uh, try not to get sued at Gmail. Thanks for listening if you listen. Peace out!